I, I was going to tag team uh, or tag in Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, just wanted to hear his opinion, but go ahead, Doc. You might have asked. No, no, no. No, let no, go ahead. Tag team Chris. Pause. Pause, man. Come on. Tag, me. <laughs> <laughs> tag him in. I mean, high five him. Let me, I'll bring it back. Bring it back, bro. Bring it back. Sorry about that. Nah, start, right. start again. Um, all right. So on the socials, I saw this uh, post. If a man proposed to a girl and she says no, is the relationship over? I'll let y'all go first. If a man proposes to a woman and she says no, is it over? Well, that would depend. On... How a, a number of things, right? Like, uh, how long has it been in a relationship? The way she says no, um, yeah, because I feel like if it's if it's relatively new and it's kind of like relatively new, call it less than eighteen months, and it's uh, hey, not right now. We still got some things to figure out. Mm. Maybe we should live together first. Mm. How do you feel about kids? Mm. I might want to take a job somewhere else. Like maybe mm. there's a whole bunch of things you guys haven't talked about yet. So maybe mm. it's a no with, uh, what do you call those? Um, Caveat. Caveats. With caveats, right? Um, so that so that would lead me to say, all right, let me sit and wait and like let this play out a little bit longer. Mm. If it's a no and it's been like six months, that's still in that s- same range of like, all right, like this is too soon. Like I love you, but like let's just let let's, let this run a little bit longer. Mm. Now if it's been three, five or plus years, um, then I got to say, all right, well, what are we waiting for and why not? And if the response isn't, I want to get a master's first or a doctorate first or like some, to me, this is my words, some hmm. tangible career thing or, um, you know, my parents live in a different country and I want to wait till my parents come back here type thing, something like that. Okay, I'm going to rock with you still. But it, some short of like something that makes sense that why you would be waiting um then yeah i would say it's over like all right then you know if not now then it's probably not gonna be later and we should do chocolate um let's not waste each other's time anymore so that that's for me that's how i respond like if it's within a certain time frame where you can call it early all right i'll wait if it's past that time frame and it's not something else that's like falls into the realm of okay that kind of makes sense with the discussion uh then yeah otherwise i was just all right you know let's go our separate ways you know because maybe you're not the right one for me and i'm not the right one for you so part of to that part of that and to some of what you said um i feel like some of the like some of those caveats that you mentioned um i feel like those are conversations that don't happen often right like do we want kids like i feel like a lot of and you know this is coming from the single dude right and the, mm-hmm. you know, so i i reckon and forgive the ignorance if you know if, if this sounds ignorant um but i feel like a lot of these conversations aren't conversations that happen um in relationships i feel like they are kind of like light alluded to conversations or topics and they're just maybe like oh yeah yeah that could be nice like there might be these very lofty or just light offerings of Yo, that sounds like a great idea, but not necessarily saying if somebody's interested in the thing or not interested in the thing. So 
um, I feel like there's some important conversations that don't take place. And then if that's the case, I feel like I wonder if I wonder when the no happens, right? Because what I'm thinking about is, and again, I, like I said, I don't know, but I feel like if you're asking, and I'm gonna do the whole gender role thing, apologies in advance. Um, I feel like if a guy is asking, I feel like a guy is asking because a guy believes that that is it's the time, right? Mm -hmm. I think historically, traditionally, we may say that you know guys will take longer to propose because guys are guys, whatever. But I feel like when a guy finally does it, in his mind, he's like, yo, I know this, this is the thing, cool, this is about to be slam dunk, I got this, this is gonna be a thing. Um, so I think, I feel like the question was kind of asked off that premise of if a guy is asking and, and he's turned down, like how, like what happens next is like, because I don't know if there's often a, well, we didn't talk about such and such, or we didn't, like, I feel like it, it just feels, I don't know. I hear you. I, I think it depends on the relationship. Cause I think sometimes you will have all those talks. Um, and, and it could be timing, right? Are you 22 or are you 32 or 42 or, you know, 60, you know? Um, all that I think would matter, um, but that timing is all different depending on the individual. So you can be yeah. twenty-two, and both people could be like, "Yo, this is it." Like you could be ready. So yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if you could if you could base it off of that. My opinion on it now, too, right? Like I would. Some people do get married early, and they're like happily ever after, and like God bless them. However, I would tell the motherfuckers to wait. <laughs> 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 I would say, you know, there's no ideal age, but you know, at least at least live some of your adult life for a while and kind of figure that out. I don't know what the magic number is. Like, you know, maybe you live a little bit of life at 23 and you're ready. Um, but uh, you know, I would encourage my son. Like, I'm like, all right, man, wait till like your 30s. You know what I mean? I don't know. But then that goes to like, you know, are you waiting to start a family? That's a whole separate conversation. Um, but then, but again, it's still kind of the same thing. Cause like, what if you do propose and she kind of like, yeah, but my parents want me to wait, you know, to get married. Yeah. The, the parents okay. want you to wait. Yeah. Cause maybe it's a conversation of like, yo, you're too young. Like, why don't you focus on your life first? Because okay. So who runs your life? Your parents or well, you? Like, that's what I was going to ask. What? There's a why natural... Why is but, this part of our conversation? But hear me, right? We've all had relationships when we were like our early twenties. Y'all should role play. And maybe we've been <laughs> I don't know if we gotta do that. But um That would be great. Maybe we have familiar we have experienced something similar with a younger girlfriend or significant other at the time where it's kinda like there is a natural I've experienced one like this where there was a kind of a natural transition of like, oh wait, I am my own person. How do I live in this space? That happens in those early 20s, even to the mid-20s sometimes, for some people, not for everybody. So if you aren't a fully evolved person yet in terms of, like, say you went to school, maybe you went to grad school immediately, and, like, you had a roommate throughout all that, and now it's like you're 26, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm just, like, getting my feet planted as, like, a solid person. Whereas some people could have been living like that 17, 18. But it could be different for different people. So it, it could just be the natural transition where, like, damn, I was really checking in with my parents on major life decisions for the last four or five years. And now it's like, damn, like, I just put my cell phone in my name. I just put my first car on my name. Like, 
do I need to check in and be like, can I, should I, can I sign over like my name essentially? Um, I don't know. I think that's a thing that could happen as well. Like, are you a fully evolved you? You know what I mean? Because, like, I think that, depending on where the person is, they may or may not see that and might be able to say, wait, I'm not there yet. Or, yeah, right? I, I think that depends, really. Like, I think some people will be ready at 22, and other people are going to be, it's going to take some time. Um, so, all I have to say. But are we ever an evolved person? Mm, or are we constantly yeah. evolving? Ooh, like constantly evolving. We are, so. But there are levels, though. Like, because I think... I don't know, right? I think people get to a... I agree. I think we're always evolving, but I think there's a level where, you know, maybe your battery capacity is 100, and you get to, like, 70%, 75%. And, like, I think there you can make all those decisions. That 25% is probably you're, you're, you're chasing it forever. You know what I mean? You're probably chasing that last 25. I don't know, Quan. Whatever, whatever way you, like, think about it. But, like, I, I think we get to a point... I think we get to a point, though, where... Like, I'm... I'm as uh, said, the Entertainer said in... Uh, Kings of Comedy. Yo, I'm a grown-ass man, dog. Whatever year that happens, whether it's 25, 35, 40 for you, you feel you do have that feeling like, all right, I'm here. But there's still things that we're chasing as far as I can be better, right? But you know when you get to that point where it's like, nah, I'm here. Teenagers feel that. But nah, teenagers I'm... don't have it. Right, but they who, don't know who that determines they don't. Right. right. Yeah, right. And that's I think cause but you get, when kids. you get to your grown man stage, you realize, oh shit, I was bullshit when I was sixteen. Now I got something. Now it's probably another stage at sixty five where it's like, wait, I was bullshitting at forty. At 40 right. I really got it. But that's so then do that's you that ever have it stage. or is it all relative? That's all right, well there's gotta be at least at least enough of a there has to be enough of an evolution to get like you gotta be able to look in the mirror and be like, This is who I am. I know me. But you think you know who you are at a certain period of time, and then you realize it was something totally different, like ten years later. Because then yeah, you're right, 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 right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Damn, just like, shot, shot Kev argument all the shit. Like, no, the argument no. still exists. But it's just he's not like neither one of us are wrong. I just don't know when that piece happens. Because like you, you're right. You will. I can say now. I thought when I was 14 or 15, I wasn't gonna get myself in trouble. Like, I thought I used to get punished for, like, extra shit. And my mom would be like, you gotta be in the house, but this time, this time, blah, 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 don't hang out with them. I'm like, yo, I'm not doing that. Like, I want to do this. My life is going to go this way. I'm not going to be over here in the gang. I'm not going to be over here, like, stealing from people. I'm not going to I'm not doing drugs. Like, leave me alone. I knew that at 14, but, like, I didn't know all the shit I know now. <laughs> and now you're <laughs> you know in the mean? gang. So how crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang. <laughs> and I'm I think telling your point, mother <laughs> in 20 years. I mean, uh, you're gonna look back at 40 and like, yo, I, I didn't know. I, like, I, I didn't realize this thing until I got th until I did this other thing. So let me say it like this, right? You just got the Madden game. Everybody's played Madden or or NBA 2K or Live, whatever. When you first get the game, if it's your first time playing, you might start off on rookie mode. You might dominate rookie move. That's probably you on your teens. You progress. You get the starter or all-star or whatever the next level is, Pro Bowl level. You know what I mean? That's probably you in your 20s, 30s. Somewhere 40, 50 plus, 60 plus, you get the all-man. There's a continuum. You can always get better. But I think at each level, you realize a little bit more of yourself and the type of person 
you are, right? Like the things you're capable of. Um, you might have mastered a certain level by your teens, and you don't realize you're moving up until you get presented with more challenging life stuff. Like you're not balancing a checkbook at 15. You're not balancing uh, paying a mortgage or having any credit card debt or anything like that at that age. Your relationships are pretty shallow to an extent, right? You're not dealing with someone else's parent drama or baby drama or baby father or parent, uh, that kind of drama. Like you're not dealing with any of that kind of stuff at that age. So you don't have any experience of like, all right, like you don't know how to handle that because you're not presented with that. So yeah, you might be a master of all the things you're presented with in at freshman point, year. At that point at that of point. your life. Right. So, um, so yeah, I think that's just a constant, as Rio said, it's a constant state of, of evolving, but I think you get to fully grown. I know what I want in my lifehood somewhere. It could be your late twenties, early thirties, you know? I contend that there are tons of people that still don't, at that age, don't get That's true. Would you say the majority are, or is is it really a person-to-person? It's absolutely a demographic. Yeah, right, different people for different reasons. Yeah, kind of to Quan's point, like, and it's going to be what's going on around you. It's going to be who who you grew up with, where you grew up, Mm. what obstacles you maybe had to undertake or, you know, uh, overcome. you know how good was your life how bad was your life i think because i think fortunately unfortunately i think we learn from our experiences and um i know like a bunch of younger people that have had it tough you know from like a very young age and they're like maybe late 20s 30s now and under their belt they've had a lot of stuff that they've had to kind of figure out navigating that doesn't mean they know about relationships it doesn't mean they know about um you know, working in, in the, you know, in the in corporate America or in like that professional environment or atmosphere. Um, and they can run laps around other people and like kind of like personal, emotional, psychological, developmental growth and maturity because of things they had to kind of undertake. So I don't know if it's really fair to compare one to another because they'll yeah. show up very differently in, you know, in different parts of life. I'm gonna pause because I've been talking a lot. I want to hear from 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 other guys. Q looks like he's actively waiting to be acknowledged. I mean, I just like to be acknowledged. I like to spend time with my fellas, and you know, we here. And um, I'm always gonna advocate on the side of, of you know having clear, open lines of communication. And one of the things I think often, you know, also gets overlooked is just um, communicating with the the person's network that you're interested in possibly starting that you know lifelong connection with is like you know finding out who are those important people in that person's life the person that the people that they talk to people that they hold in high regard and having that conversation with them you know if you have for instance you know somebody that you're interested in that has kids for example like right and if they're old enough to comprehend and and understand that you should have a conversation with them to be like hey like i'm interested in this like what are your thoughts on you know me being you know more than just like your parents friend or like anything like that um i know for me with my wife you know i i had these conversations with you know people that were important to her um from her family to her her closest friends so like you know that also gave me a good temperature and a good read as to like how what the success rate likely would be um, and then how to kind of steer some of those conversations 
um, you know, knowing that, you know, I was either going to be accepted or rejected from people beyond her decision-making um, sphere, if you will. So um, I think, you know, we can't overlook that. I mean, as much as it's, as much as we can say, oh, it's a, you know, it's a decision between, you know, two people. I mean, in a lot of ways, like you're bringing two families together right? and you're bringing all of that history, that drama, all whatever baggage that those two families have and you're like bringing that together. So, you know, thinking beyond just two of you, but also like holidays, you know, are do you want to be around that person's family? Do you want them around your family? Like those are things that are going to eventually kind of come up as you, you know, bring these two institutions of individuality together. And it's more than just like the two of you, it's now navigating like, you know, they could have family trauma and, and things and secrets that are going on in their family. Like, you know, is that something that you're capable of, you know, being able to, to navigate with, you know, with your partner um, and vice versa? Um, so I think those, those are important conversations. But I think also this is one of those questions where you should know the answer before you ask. And if you're unsure of the answer, there's more conversation that needs to be had. Um, and be, yes, thank you for and, going back. Yeah, and it's and it's not a it's not a it's not that you are assuming or you're like, you know, you know, it's a foregone conclusion, but you should have a very good understanding of, all right, together, you know, maybe we've built this infrastructure to be able to support this next chapter, this next piece that we want to add on to this. Um, and we are, we are both kind of aware that like, there's capacity to do more and we want to do more and we're on the same page when it comes to what more looks like. So if you are asking somebody to spend the rest of your life with you, whether that's in marriage or in any other sort of union, um, and you guys haven't really talked about, you know, children or, uh, where you'd like to live together or how you like to travel, you know, your individual finances and major purchases. If those kind of, kind of conversations haven't come up, then that's just more opportunity to kind of have those conversations. And sometimes the no or the rejection could be based off of that. It's, it's, it's a no because there's more we have to do together to get to that point to get us to a yes. It's not a no of like the relationship is over. It's more of a no where it's like, well, right now, no, we don't, neither of us are in that space to really take this on. However, there is potential and I believe we both have capacity. So you have to really be able to really navigate and understand that and look past the, you know, the rejection and understand that that could be a step in, in the progress of getting to your yes and having a much more stable and solid foundation to build something beautiful. I feel like, thank you for all that, Quan. I feel like that, that while that is, I think, very sage um, relationship advice, I don't know if that was necessarily the the point of the question, right? I feel like- I know, because it's always salacious shit. Like if a, if a man asks a woman, no, is that over? It's like, well, 
Right. The fuck? Like, it could be, but we don't know what's going on between us two people. Like, maybe he just beat her the night before, and now he's trying to, like, get in her good graces and be like, you know, oh, let's get married and make a public spectacle. And of course she says no, because she don't want to be married to some fucking uh, woman beater. I mean, well, yeah, it could be okay. that. So, I mean... I'm sorry. I got I got fired up. Uh-uh. No, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> so I think... And I think that's a great point. I mean, if to that end, I mean, we, we don't have to talk about the, the salacious stuff. Like, I... I've got things. If we want, I have to a question though. I have a follow up. Sure. Sure. I wanna, I wanna reframe this. And is it any different if a woman asks a a man in a heteronormative situation? Obviously, if a if a woman asked a man to to get married and the man said no, let me tell is you, the relationship I'm automatically over? saying no. Even if I wanted to marry her, I'm telling her no because oh, I'm not with that. Like I'm no. No. Right. The woman doesn't ask. The woman's not at my woman's not asking me. No, absolutely not. I would automatically tell her no. But and the relationship then, wouldn't be over necessarily. No, it wouldn't be over. It's just no. You can't propose to me. Sorry. So, so how do it works? Yeah, I'm not doing it. I got proposed to I was probably twenty two. And I said no. Um was it I don't know. Nah, just once. Um, and that wasn't a, it felt like it was just from, I mean, I was 20, I was like 21, 22. So it felt like it was from nowhere. Um, but that relationship didn't end, but I also didn't wasn't know the same. It, it wasn't the same and I didn't know. It just didn't feel like we were ready at that stage yet. You know what I mean? So like, you know, uh, that's an interesting. That's that's a very interesting statement you just made. It didn't feel like we were ready. Yeah, but you how said you no. know how? How do you know that they weren't? Right. It sounds like what you were saying is you didn't think you were ready, right? I didn't think we were ready because we we were coming off. Uh, back and forth for a couple years, right? Then we had a really good five, six months. The best five, six months of this period. But this is, uh, we're in college, right? I think I'm in my first year of grad school, perhaps. Um, maybe maybe I'm 23, but somewhere in that window. Um, and it felt like just because we had a good stretch that it was just coming out and it felt like a little... I don't know, forced, like, you know I mean? Because things were changing. I was still in grad school. This person was about to graduate and move back home for a little bit. And... It felt know. like fool's gold, what you're saying. Not like fool's it gold. Be. It just like seemed it like... Be. Like, not now. You know, I don't know. You know, and, and hindsight, I think everything plays out for a reason, so I'm not going to question hindsight. Um, maybe it could have won. Maybe not. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to uh, it's hard to know. What what Quan? No, you said it could have won. Like, maybe like, it could have I mean, been a win. Oh, could have been a win. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think people also get married for different reasons, right? Sometimes the wrong reasons. Uh, what would be the different reasons? If I get married to somebody, I'm getting married to to not get divorced ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think people. I think people do get married for security. I think mm-hmm. people well, get see, married for a right? sense of security. Absolutely. Thank you. 
I think. So I think, kind of to that point, I mean, I think they it, they may have felt that they were kind of like, okay, so we kind of leveled out a little bit, and now it feels secure. This this could be right. This could be a way I put a stamp on it. Or right now, on. is it? I guess security is a form, and I, I agree with that. But I do think it was something of more, you know, love this person. Let's just go for it. In terms of this, and and they probably did know better than I did at the time. This might be what I want for that long stretch. Might as well get it. Not mine as well. That sounds terrible, but let's go for it now. You know why wait? Mm. Um. I didn't know as well then. So maybe it was more of me. I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I'm not sure that men or women are capable of knowing that soon. That's me. I'm biased. Uh, Depends on where you are. I mean, if you're like out in a rural country where you're going to take over your parents' business and all that kind of stuff. But even at, then. At 18, like, that's, that, I mean, but that's your life. If that's what you want to do. And that's a very specific reason, right? Like, then you're, you're like, like, I don't, right, what, so it's like, what I, am I waiting for? Right, I know. I know what the next seventy years of my life is going to be. So, yeah. I could pop out well five kids by twenty-two. I just think there's another level, and I wish I continued reading this stuff. And, and Doc, you probably know better than all of us, but I just feel like there's another level in human in human development where, like, there's going to be a change that comes again, right? Like, you know, obviously, you go from childhood to teenage to teenage life to a young adulthood to adulthood, and then there's like another piece where it's like. I am who I am. And I don't know, like, we just talked about people get there at different times. Everyone run, runs their own race. It's one of my favorite sayings. But I just don't know if you know enough about who you are then. You know I mean, I, I read something the other day, and it was an internet thing, and I didn't, I didn't actually go into it because I had to go into a meeting. I was randomly in between meetings at work. But um, it says that uh, something like 50 or 60% of the women who get divorced or the marriages who that end after a certain number of years happen when women hit uh, menopause. Mm. There's such a, a giant change in like, and I don't, you know, I'm not a woman, don't know that much about menopause. I just know my mom started getting hot flashes. All of a sudden she wasn't, and then all of a sudden she was real hot. I know there's a whole lot more to it than that, but that's my very basic understanding of it. Um, <laughs> I know there's more to it than that, obviously. But, um... Started getting real hot. But yeah, so like, that I guess triggers some different emotional thought and some other want and desire and need where some people are just like, nah, this isn't the way this was going isn't for me anymore. And that happens a lot, allegedly. Like I said, I didn't dig into this thing. Um, you know, sometimes men hit that, you know, 45, 50-ish, 40-ish. Um, you know, they have a midlife crisis. Um, different things become important. Um, so, you know, if you're not with a, a partner that is going to allow you to grow and grow with you or grow differently, but still realize it's important to reconnect as you're both doing this growing process, mm -hmm. um, I can see how those relationships will, will break down. And to me, if you don't, you have to be really, really in love with a person and really aware of yourself and, the, and them, who they are, to know, all right, they're going to go through changes, they're going to do this and do that. I'm going to stay with them and love them no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that's a commitment. You have to be prepared and mature enough to make. Mm -hmm. If you aren't there yet in your development, how can you do that successfully? You know what I mean? 
Um, and that's that's all I'm saying about that part. I, I just no, there, I, there has to be a, a piece where it, you know maybe it comes from life experience, but sometimes I think it's just seeing and which is life experience, right? But like sometimes it could be a thing that happens, and other things can just be you observing and taking the information. And once that happens, and you realize, all right, like I could, you know, get divorced here and go do this and that, and like maybe there's more options if I'm in the city, like Juan was saying. Maybe there's more options if I'm working in the corporate world, and there's more people to pursue. Um, but even if you know, if I'm a, you know, small town guy and I have a farm or a, a construction business. There may be other wants and desires. Like, what about, you know, all right, it's been given to me, passed down. My granddad did his job. His granddad did his job. And I get to 35, and it's like, yeah, this, this ain't, like, what if I do want to leave? You know what I mean? I got enough money. I can go start a business somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I can move. Like, I don't want to raise my kids in the same town that 100 generations of my family been raised in. Like, so when that happens. My Sadie. <laughs> right. When that happens. Sometimes you just don't know, but that does happen to people. Like sometimes they wake up and it's like I'm going left. So um, I don't know. I, I think you should experience enough of life to be prepared for zigs and zags the best you can. And you can't prepare for all the zigs and zags, but you want to experience enough of them to know that they're going to come and you're going to need to respond appropriately. I th- I think a lot of what you were saying, Kev, though the earlier parts of that was really speaking to a very particular and specific view and lens on marriage right there are people i I had a conversation with um someone in their 80s uh actually uh late 70s not super long ago and like the the i guess the random bits of the conversation was they're still together with their their partner because what are they going to do at this point right like things aren't going like it's not the greatest relationship and you know after a number of years you get used to certain things right it's not mm-hmm. like things are terrible but they're not great right so at this point it's just kind of rinse and repeat and and this is me just kind of i guess broad stroking the relationship sure sure um but kind of what was said and i guess kind of the shorter version shorter version of what was said was like what am i gonna like what would i do like i can't <laughs> no better cheeks now i get it like i could get divorced <laughs> but for what Right, like at this point, you know, you're older, so you have these medical um, things that come with with you know with marriage and like you know insurance and all of that stuff. So I think it's important to remember that folks get ma- folks get married for different reasons. Sure. One, and they stay together for maybe completely different reasons. Numerous, sure. Right. So, like to the part that you were speaking about, like that's kind of like this very ideal uh, idyllic picturesque you know evolved you know concept of you know growing with the person i'm gonna grow you're gonna grow we're gonna grow and this is the beauty of it as long as we're checking in on a regular basis we'll be good we'll we'll make it through the duration of but if the reality is i don't like sleeping alone i want somebody to split the bills with and i'd love to be on you know split health insurance i i can take a partner for that and be good yeah and, people do that so and it's tough because right because and i don't know the, that that's right i don't know that that's the wrong <laughs> like, right right again that's the weirder part because, expectations you uh yeah because <laughs> you can do what you do i'm gonna do what i do and you know we're gonna make sure that we're kind of yeah. checking these other boxes for if you know for each other um 
Just yeah, don't uh, you know? Don't don't take what I say too too harshly. I am I do have a slightly jaded perspective. So. <laughs> no, not even. I don't even think there's no, so just, much that. Like, yeah, like I'm I, just saying. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, for I, our I, listeners, not 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 for you know. Yeah. No, I mean, no, yeah. You, and you didn't sound. I mean, jaded about it at all. It's just you know, kind of a, a very specific lens that you use to kind of color what you say. And I, I don't think it's wrong. I think you know it's tough because. We have so many different people, like some people, like I've never been married, so I want to get married or, you know, everybody in my family was married, so I don't want to get married. Like just the pressures that people want to keep the trends or break the trends. And to the point you'd made about, like, I want to do something different. Like, I don't like the, like, I want to break the cycle. I want to be a different person. And you might just go completely off book for the sake of going completely off book and then starting over, starting a new story somewhere else, Um, you know, and, and, and I think it depends on what people want to do. But yeah. I like I was going to say something else to, to what you were saying one more. Um, but yeah, I mean, just got to communicate and, and talk that shit out. Like, it's, there's so much communication that has to happen, especially if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody. You might as well start early because um, you're not going to know everything about anybody. But you can know enough to say like, you know what? I I can fuck with you for the rest of my life. Like I can, we can sit here and have these non-argumentative fights for the rest of our life and, and I can be okay with that. Um, How does somebody know that? And I actually, I mean, like look, don't. We, we've been doing it for the last 20 years, right? Yeah. We didn't know that from the beginning, but like you get to a certain point where it's like, I can keep this going. I this can, friendship? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a relationship. Same, right. like, it is, but we it's don't. Relationship. Oh, we don't what? I don't think you can decide that in advance. I think you show up and you, you if it correct. makes sense. And you make right. a choice. But again, it's a choice. It's a choice. And you communicate. And there's, and there's some sort of risk involved. Oh, absolutely. 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 It, it doesn't get removed. It doesn't matter how much, it doesn't matter how, how much time you spend with an individual. It truthfully doesn't even matter how many questions you ask an individual. Like, you can feel like you know this person inside and out. And there can be a, a complete side of this person that they never reveal to you. So it's it will always be some form of a risk. Again, that's to that person's individual, I guess, checklist to feel like I've learned enough at this point about this individual that I am comfortable enough with taking this risk or making this choice to say, Let's decide to do this every day, like it, 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 and it's, But it's like that with every relationship you have. It's like that in your friendships. It's it's, and the same with your you know, your romantic mate or shit, your platonic mate that you just have because want help with the bills. Right. You don't want to lay alone at night. Same difference. Like you take a risk in pursuing these relationships long term. And I think Same that's a job for me. That's right. But one day you wake up and you're like, yo, I can't do this job anymore. Yeah. And you quit, right? And I think that's that's a part of it. And I think I think the 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 umbrella of marriage and the umbrella of commitment and the umbrella of this thing that we created X time ago starts to become part of the pressure in maintaining this thing, right? Like I said I was gonna stay here to work this job until because, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm supposed to, you know, 
build a transition through this next part of this developmental phase for our company. Mm -hmm. But I woke up one day, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And and then I feel like I might have to. And right, and there's that weird part of it. But see, but the, only counter, the only counter I have to that, and I'm gonna get to you, Kev, don't worry. Only counter I have to that is like, unlike, you know, jobs in a workplace, like people evolve. So like, absolutely, your job may never evolve past making widgets. That's just what your fucking job does. Like, we just make widgets. Um, go to bed. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we just make widgets. That's all we do. We make this kind of widget, and maybe in the future we'll make a different type of widget. But we're only making widgets. We're never making sandwiches. Um, and so you know, in that respect, it's kind of different. Whereas a person that that you're with. You know, you guys are kind of evolving and you're bouncing ideas off each other. You guys are growing together. You guys are, and when I say growing together, you're both individually growing. Then you're also literally like growing together, like, right? You're building something where it's like, this is like an extension. This is a part of me. This is a reflection of me. This is a, you know, another aspect of, of my being as well. Um, and that, that evolves, you know, kind of like AI, if you will, like the learning language model. Like the more you put into it, the more you get out of it, you know, the same thing. So, you know, if you're communicating this relationship, you guys are talking, you guys are evolving, you guys are bouncing ideas off each other, you're learning more and more about, you know, each other, but then you're also learning more about yourself because you're beginning to see yourself reflected in that person. And, and they're telling you about yourself in ways that like, you can't see yourself. And they're like, you know, hey, like, I'm noticing this like I notice when you get upset this tends to happen or like you know when you're really sad or when you're sick or yada 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 um you know and those are all important things and you know unlike a job you know oftentimes your relationships are, are, are far more intimate and they're more um accessible to your your vulnerable your, your vulnerabilities um which is also a, a huge area of like growth and development too so um yeah, so it's I, I feel like if you're if you're doing all those things in a relationship, it's a lot harder to wake up and be like, I'm okay. Because you've you've built something together that, you know, is has a lot of kinetic energy. And that's, you know, with a job, it's like they just make widgets and I'm I'm tired of making widgets and I no. I, I have so much more capacity to make different things. And I can't build in I can't fairness, just take fairness, this just to speaking about else. one type of job. You're speaking about a widget making job, which which I think that's the job you have. How many people have multiple jobs which, simultaneously? Dis which disregards like all of the jobs that require doing more than just making widgets. Like if we're talking about sure. a, a factory and just like you push mm -hmm. a button and do a thing. Yeah. So I think that's that's short sighted as an example because it doesn't consider the jobs that people actually have to like utilize, you know, seventy percent of their brain and like different mm -hmm. skills they've learned over time. So, and not even so, and this other part about vulnerability, I think. I think the fact I think people showing up to work and trying to put their best foot forward and doing these different things can can open themselves up to being vulnerable because you have to do a thing to to be your best self to be productive to make the bosses happy to make the numbers you know go up to to kind of meet these goals. So, I mean maybe it's not an emotional vulnerability but I think it could be a professional or a personal vulnerability. So I think that comparison falls a little bit flat because it's comparing like a very emotional, deep and connected thing and being part of an assembly line, which doesn't seem equal. That's what I was saying. That the, I mean, but most most jobs, you can't always like equate directly to a relationship because 
they're always, you know, especially, like I said, if you're doing all these things, they're going to be way more involved, way more complicated and more engaging than most jobs that you have. And some people don't want that level of engagement. In a sure. And, and that's why you have prostitution and, you know, sex workers. I'm not sure how to follow that. Uh, I don't know. You had a statement you were going to say earlier. I mean, I was I was going to say, I think there are different levels between a regular relationship and which could be a great relationship and then being married. Mm -hmm. But I guess there doesn't have to be for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, there is a difference. Um, And if, you know, some people don't define theirs that seriously, then, you know, not serious, serious is the wrong word, but in that same manner. Um, then I suppose you can equate them. Um, Because I I think, you know, in in a marriage, as we kind of alluded to, or I alluded to in a prior episode, um, no one gets married to get divorced, right? So we don't get married with the idea of if it doesn't work out in five or 10 or three years, we can just walk away, right? That's not the the intention. Now, granted, that option is always there. um, But I don't think... It depends on how serious you take it and what, what your marriage is grounded in. It should be grounded in something. Um, I'm saying should be, right? I hear me passing judgment. Um, whatever works for you, works for you. However, if I were to do it, I would do it in a certain type of way. Whereas I think in other relationships, friendships even, um, you don't make that same sort of commitment. And maybe it's a belief in God that I'm referring to where you make those vows and, you know, those... You know, they're, they're more than just words for me. Um, you know, so I think when you do that and you make those vows, it carries a different type of weight. Whereas you don't always do that with other relationships. You may sign on to a job. You may sign, you don't, what do you do to join a friendship? We talked about that before too, right? You dap up, ha ha, we're going to be back here next time, same time next week. Yeah, we're going to be back here the same time next week. Yeah, and then eventually, all right, that's my man. But those things can end when you know someone stops calling or someone stops showing up or you say hey job you were paying me x and they were paying me x plus you know plus um i'm out so with a marriage yes those options are still on the table but it's a different at least in my opinion there should be a different level of commitment and investment in that versus your other relationships which makes coming out of that a different process to me um you know i happen to have been blessed with the opportunity to be in a 10 or 11 year relationship that ended uh on x month and then and a 12 year career that ended x month plus six so um, i did both of those in a very quick succession and now granted the pain was similar but that's probably because i was i was doubling down um but uh yeah i, I think one's definitely different than the other i guess of having that experience of of both so i wouldn't i wouldn't say they're the same even though you can maybe make some connections some parallels it sounds like arguably they're similar but i said they're similar but i'm gonna say it, it sounds like yeah. semantics as far as the difference because yes obviously i don't know about it, semantics though the, i mean there's i mean there's, there's paperwork and stuff involved to get out of one versus but granted if you under if you have a job and you have like a contract it would be kind of they work for both. I, say, I would be yeah. similar too. So 
That's yeah. why I say the difference between the two is kind of semantic. Because I, 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 I like as much as you like tried to explain the difference between the two, you explained a lot of similarities between the two at the same time. I guess when you join a job, if you love it, you will work there until you're 65 or 70, right? So you, but you only invest, right? You invest, but you only, but you only do that to retire. Right, you're understood that there's going to be a, there's an endpoint at some point. Right? There's a natural endpoint, like so you can retire. Some people do work a job until they die. Um, ideally, you would retire at 65 or 60 or whatever and do something that you, quote unquote, would love to enjoy, <laughs> would rather have been doing with that time you were working. Now, right. if not, then yeah, I guess it will be the same. Really, right? like if you do, if you join a job and it's like. This is the thing I love. If I'm Dick Vitale, right? God bless okay, Dick Vitale. Baby. I, know he, I know he had some uh, health scares. Um, he's not going to do anything else until he dies. He loves that job in a way, yes, to your point, Rio, that's probably similar, probably a step below to the way he loves his wife. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's, yeah. So, yes, I guess a little bit of semantics. You got me. <laughs> All that to say, damn. All that to say, damn. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doc, he was about to they, jump they, in. They, they sound kind of similar. That's all I was saying. Yeah. The pain was similar, but I, I couldn't, to be honest, I couldn't distinguish because it was it was happening at the same time. But like, it was it was devastating. Like I was like, damn. You know what I mean? I, that was a place I didn't think I was going to work there until I was 60. But I thought I was going to be there, you know. I would have gave it 20, 25 years. You know, I liked it a lot. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so that is life. And it's interesting. I'm, I'm a Warren, you got something or... So it's interesting because, like, I, I feel like I've had a lot of experience with with both, right? I've I've been in jobs long enough to be like, fuck this shit, um, and I've been in relationships long enough to be like, this is not going to go the distance. Um, this has been another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, and make sure to subscribe. <laughs>